Hello, everybody. My name is Casey Lee, and this is me talking to people. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good whatever time you're listening to this podcast. We are episode 14th, 14th, episode 14, July 12th, 2019. Now, uh, a lot of stuff has been happening. I always say that. I always start off the podcast with a lot of stuff is happening. But this time, this time, I have nothing written down. I don't know what's been happening out in the world. There's a lot of stuff that's been happening in the world. I, I don't know. I don't know what to talk about. Stranger Things season three, I think I've mentioned in the last episode, so I can't mention that. And I copy and pasted my notes, so that's just sitting there. I, I don't really genuinely know what to talk about. Um, There's a hurricane that was going to hit. Oh, yeah, uh, hurricane, yeah hurricane. That's going to happen. Barry? I have no clue. It happened today. Yeah. I'm actually not really sure. I feel sure. Like that's pretty weighty for this podcast. We, we don't want to start dark? No. It's gonna, <laughs> we're going to start, we'll start, like... start easy, kind of like get into the more... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. I'm, I'm following we'll, you. We'll, we'll, go into the, we'll go into the lighthearted stuff at the end. We'll start yeah. really dark. So you went Stranger Things, though. Like, I haven't seen it, but I just assume Have you dark. not seen either season? Well, I've seen the first two. Okay. I but... haven't seen season three either myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm actually not, not that on top of that one yet. It's a spoiler-free podcast then. Yes, exactly. Sure. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah. I'm I'm quite excited about today's episode because um, when I first approached my guests about being on the podcast, we started talking about what we might talk about. And there are things that we came across that were like, I don't know if we should talk about those things or not. Um, you know, obviously everybody has their privacy. Everyone has their concerns about, I mean, a lot of times when I ask guests to be on this podcast, I'm like, uh, they're always like, oh, what are you going to ask me about? What are you going to ask me about? They kind of get nervous. So I understand that. So I decided that if we're not going to talk about that stuff, I'm going to throw out all kind of script, all kind of, and just such of random topics to talk about, because this is a good friend of mine who every time we get together, we just, we talk forever, right? Like there's mm. a lot, of, like he invited me over to dinner. Like we're, we're in the depths of yeah. Barhaven today. This is actually like the third hour of the podcast, really. You just, we just <laughs> haven't recorded the, the first two. Exactly. <laughs> we are in the depths of Barhaven tonight. Uh, you know, we, we traveled out to Canada for previous episodes. We're in the depths of Barhaven tonight um, to talk with my guest. Uh, now, this is a guy who we went to high school together. But we didn't actually really know each other in high school. Well, it, I, I knew of you. Yeah, yeah, same here. But like, yeah, yeah we never hung out. Well, you clearly, you, you were, you clearly you were knew, quite my elder, though, you, you at the time. Cle- you clearly knew about me because everyone knew yeah, Well, everybody me. knows about the Lees. <laughs> Absolutely. But no, I, I knew of you. I knew of you. I'm pretty sure I knew of you. Um, I, 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 that's, that's not convincing. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I have vague I have vague recollections of being uh, in Irving with you, at Irving with you, and you just being quiet. Oh, that might be true, actually. And I just I yeah. didn't know who you were. Yeah. And then, and then later on, what happened is uh, in university we got to know each other. Yeah. So, so both uh, my guests and well, how do I want to just introduce you before we start talking? About it? <laughs> so, my guest today is a really good longtime friend of mine, Dave Hamill. Welcome to the podcast. It's pleasure to be here. <laughs> so formal, so formal, yeah. so formal after such an informal <laughs> yeah. first uh, five minutes or so. Um, okay. So, anyways, so I didn't get to know you really until university. So, so yeah. both Dave and I are from Pembroke. Yeah, Pembroke, Ontario. Great town. Great town. Great place to grow up, really. Yeah, I, I've been saying that like for a long time. Like, yeah. And people are going like, ah, oh, small town, not really. But but like the greatest thing about Pembroke yes. is that it's like it's big enough. Do you pronounce that, it Pembroke? I don't know. I, I, West Ender pronounce it like Pembroke? How do you say it? I say Pembroke. Like, Pembroke. Oh. No, it's definitely not that. Because you need two O's for that. I mean it's technically Pem, it's Pembroke, right? Because it's got it's got the one O. Yes, technically speaking, it should be pronounced <laughs> Pembroke. I mean, I, I will admit though, Pembroke sounds much more sophisticated. Yeah. Have you always pronounced it Pembroke? 
I think so, but I'm okay. like, I don't know. So anyways, back to, grow, <laughs> back, back to growing up in Pembroke. Yeah. So what was great about Pembroke is like, it's a big enough town that you've got like your movie theaters, you've got like two malls, you've kind of got everything you'd want in sort of like a, a fair sized city, let's say. Yeah. But then you travel like five minutes, like in any direction and now you're in the country. So you, I think you get the best of both worlds. You get like- I, I don't know if you quite get the big city part though. No. Well, okay. But what are you missing? Is the big question. Like, uh, like you've got like 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 good restaurants. Okay, well that's probably true. Uh, <laughs> okay, like not actually, to, you know, you know what though? Yeah. Like, if you go back there now, yes, it is looking pretty impressive. Yeah, you know, I I have to admit that there are things that are opening up that are 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 pretty impressive. Yeah, like, like there's a crepery yeah. right downtown. Yeah, the crepery's doing well. Yeah. Um, is is what you call it still open? Saffron Bistro or whatever uh, that became? I don't know. But like, <laughs> so there, yeah, I've heard. I mean, I, I heard they have shawarma now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I haven't yeah, tried that's very it. Very popular. But, oh, um, Ulrich's. Ulrich's is like yeah. doing really well there, right? Yeah. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> this is the longest intro ever. Yeah. So me, especially so, for people who've never heard of Pembroke. Yes. Before. <laughs> yes. Well, go check it out now. Pembroke, small town outside of Ottawa. Yeah. Um, so me, so me and Dave grew up in in Pembroke. Not together. <laughs> so I don't really know you, right? I was a West Ender. He was an East Ender. You're one of the There's few. Like the, one of the few West Enders I know. I basically know uh, you guys and the Barnes. Did you yeah, know the Barnes? Actually, know what the Barnes are like half a block from me. Yeah, like but Troy like, and Carmen. Yeah, and, but they were older though, so there was never we never really hung out that way. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. I knew of them more than anything. so. It's I think f- I delivered them the newspaper. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you? Did you? Like, yeah. I really didn't know any people from the West End. Um, and so what happened is in university, you. You came to university, <laughs> but you uh, you hung out with a good family friend of mine yeah. who was a who was a first guest on this podcast, Aaron Sedanker. Mm-hmm. And that's I mean, did you did you know him before you came to university? Or? No, actually, that's like I met both of you in university. Oh, okay. um, and so like I met Aaron through Brody, who I should think knew Aaron. Did, did you know Brody? Before university as well? See, I knew Brody more because like I played soccer with him though. So like uh, we never went to school together, right? So okay. it was like, it was kind of a, it was funny. Like I met half of Pembroke just going to university in Ottawa. Like it was, <laughs> yeah. it was a really weird experience. Well, this is the thing, like, cause you, Yassine, Brody, yeah. Aaron, well, not Aaron, obviously I, I knew Aaron really well, but I didn't know you guys. I didn't hang out with you. I mean, I was again quite a bit older than you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really know you. So, so yes. Yeah, so. And, and so, and you had a presence in the, in high school too, I'll say. Cause like yes. you, you did survivor, right? Yeah. Well, and, yeah. President of student council. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Most famous person yeah, but, but, on but, campus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. President of student council, whatever. Survivor. <laughs> Were you in survivor? That, no, I, I wasn't, but it was like, that was like, everybody tried to replicate what, what the first year did. Yeah. It's like regular survivor, right? Yeah. Like after the first season, it all kind of goes downhill. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty proud. So, so for those who don't know what we're talking about, basically in high school, we, we, uh, I, like me and a couple of my friends, um, did basically a high school version of survivor. Like I had watched celebrity survivor, I think on Jay Leno or something like that. And I was like, we can replicate that at our school. And I did it. And then it went on for a couple of years after that, actually it died off eventually, but, um, it, it, it was really impressive though, too. Like I just to, to like, like, you know, this is your podcast. And yeah. I want to talk about you. Like, I think that's, what, that's why I no, really is, think, I honestly the, think this that is this is why. The I've always said this. No, this no, 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 no. Like, tell me, like, like the people who are tuning in probably like know you or want to like hear from you too. So let me, let me, like, I think, I think let me people, turn this around. Hold on, hold on. I think people who, I think people who are listening to the podcast <laughs> yeah. already know enough about me because I, 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 you know what? But I do they know about the ginger beer incident? That was you, right? That was not me. That wasn't you? No, 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 no. Oh. That wasn't us. Was that in, that wasn't in Survivor though? That was something completely. Oh, was different. it something else? That oh. was like um, that was like the 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 guys 
like I don't know, I want to say like the the men's basketball team versus the women's like oh, okay or or no it was like the men's like basketball team versus like the men's like so- rugby team or something like that oh, okay and you're trying to just talk like the ginger beer like like chugging contest or whatever, yeah yeah, right? yeah. and like people are like, throwing up in the garbage and stuff like that. <laughs> exactly yeah yeah, yeah 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 it was like I think like, at the end of it of course it's high school but yeah. like standing ovation no it was like you know you got out of there as quickly as possible but yeah but no. it was standing ovation after that that was totally that 100% was not me that was uh, I don't know what I don't know who ran that event to be honest oh um so so I got to know my guest, Dave. <laughs> Are we still doing introduction? I think we're like, all right. Through university. Um, and we, we, we became very good friends. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, you're, you're, one of, you're one of the friends that stayed in Ottawa. You know, a lot of my, a lot of my friends left Ottawa. Um, and now you are a public servant working in the government. Yes, I am. Um, you know, enjoying your life here. And, uh, you know, you have a lovely family. And, and we're joined by some of that family yeah, Sophie's here. Like she's yes. gonna, she's like kind of watching everything. We, at one point, we were thinking of starting a podcast ourselves. So I'm hoping you, she's you, picking up all the all the important tips. Sophie, do you want to say hello on the air? You can say hello into the microphone. Hello. <laughs> That's the first time we've had three people on the podcast. There we go. Yes. So yeah, Sophie's joining us. She's very interested in seeing her her father talk on air and, and see how he does. Yeah, make how's, sure all my tw- my stories become really tame too. <laughs> how's, how's, I got up to no mischief how's, at all. How's he doing? He's doing good for his first time. Yeah, for, for his first uh, time. that's probably fair. Uh, okay, so um, yes, so we became we became good friends in university, and we've you know stayed friends since then. And um, Dave has always been a very big supporter of my personal projects. You were probably one of the biggest supporters of the ETC podcast. Yeah, well, definitely. Like I now, now I said like this is probably a bit of a failure of mine because I was supposed to be your promoter. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you were supposed and, to market and that, think, and I think I kind of failed a little bit on that one. But but that said, it was like I think I think the thing is like. People who know you, like you exude this excitement and I've always been like, sort of like taken by that. Like whenever you've got a project underway, I'm like, that sounds really interesting. And so, you know, you kind of naturally want to become a part of it. So, so yeah, like this one, like the ETC podcast is a bit more on the fringe, I'd say. So you, you, I mean, I mean, you, you were excited enough to be a part of it. Just not excited yeah. enough to do anything. Yeah, about I, it. I, yeah, excited enough that I wanted to put my name on it, but don't actually do anything. But we, I mean, we we printed up business cards for you, right? And like, didn't Did, you like not not so, for you, not like Dave Hamill yeah, promoter? Yeah. It was just literally yeah, the I EC think, podcast. Did you like hand handed, them out? I think I handed some out. Okay. I don't know. It was a while back. I don't want to make any promises, but uh, yeah, maybe. Interesting tidbit. Yeah. Uh, you can still listen to the ETC podcast. Is that it, right? It's still out there. I think it's still on Apple Podcasts. I think you can still find that. Yeah. See, I will actually say like that was an that was an excellent podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up right now, live on the air. I gotta say, Dave, this is exactly what I pictured. Okay, so so like this. Another interesting fact. Yep. Face ID does not work through a pop filter. Hmm. Um. Oh right, you don't yeah, know. So, you don't so know. Let, let me let, 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 let me fill. Let me like while you're while you're doing that, I'll fill this up. So the ETC podcast was actually really interesting. So it was like his first guest, Aaron Sedanker and Casey got together, and the ETC stands for Entertainment Technology and Cars, I believe. Good job. Get, good there job. There we go. Yeah. Good job. And so and so the thing is, like, it never really ended up being that. It was really just like I'd say like two friends talking just casually about what's been going on in their lives and like looking up news randomly and trying to comment on it. So like I think. What was interesting, and I think actually you commented this on on the first, um, on your first episode, was that 
what made it probably one of the more compelling podcasts at the time was like it, because it was so unstructured, it actually made it feel like you're just sort of like in the living room with the hanging out with hanging out. Yeah. That's what a lot of people said. A lot of people said it felt like you're just hanging out with us, but but the, the problem with that is that that only works for our friends. <laughs> like there was no audience beyond that. Basically. I, see, well, I don't know. I'm actually kind of curious because because like like I'm I'm an avid um, podcast listener. Yes. And I, I think like the ones that tend to kind of top the charts are the ones that tend to be more unstructured. Sure. And, and that's true. That's true. And, and that's something I've tried to achieve with this podcast. Like and I told you this while we were eating dinner that one thing I'm trying to achieve with this podcast, which is very, very hard to do, even people that I'm very close with is to get that kind of casual conversation going. Right. Yeah. Which I have to say, we're probably we're kind of achieving this one. Yeah, so like, it'd be, it'd like be, if we, if we do the introductions for like the next hour, like this, this, this accomplishes two things for me. I know it was unstructured. Yes. And I don't have to answer any questions about my government job <laughs> and get myself fired. So, yeah, so this fair. is, this is all good. Okay. So I found it. It's on there. Uh, you have, you have to search a little hard. So I'm on Apple podcasts right now. If you, if you look up the ETC podcast uh, and type one of our names, so Aaron or Casey, so A-A-R-O-N or K-C-C-A-S-E-Y, uh, you'll find it. And I mean, 40 episodes. Yeah. This podcast that, hasn't been going for 40 episodes. That's I didn't, I didn't realize there's that many. Yeah. That, that's impressive. Yeah. I mean, when we, when we started, we were doing this like weekly. Um, and it was a funny, I, I mean, I talked about this on episode one that um, it was a funny time because like, you know, me and Aaron are obviously really good friends, but we wouldn't like, I would have to hold back on what I would tell him in real life. Cause I want to save it for the podcast basically. Right. It'd be, Oh, did you check out that new car or that, that new thing or whatever? So, um, so was the ETC podcast the first podcast you ever listened to? No, I don't think so. No, I, like, I, I don't, but that's the thing. Like I, like very early on actually, okay, let me, let me, I don't know. I can't remember the timing of this. It now. was 2000. That but was 2008. There's a one point. Cause do you remember way back from my birthday one year, you bought me, um, an iPod. Do you oh, remember yeah, that? I do. I do. Yeah. Was that your birthday or was I that Christmas? No. Why would I buy your Christmas present? I can't. I can't. I think it was birthday. I think it, it was must your have birthday. Been birthday. We kind of split on I think, it. We split on That's it. what it was. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, split. yeah. 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 And so and so like I was going like I'm like okay that sounds awesome and so like I bought this iPod and I think that's when I started to listen to podcasts because uh, I didn't even know what they were at the time. Right. Uh, you download iTunes and all of a sudden I'm like what's this podcast? Thing? Yeah, yeah. And so. I so you're a pretty early adopter. That's then. the thing. I think it was prior to ETC, but it was like just prior. And the thing that I recognized almost immediately by the podcast is like people had scripts. Like it was very much a, right. here's what I'm going to say. And they almost treated it like as if they were an actor. Right. Like they're like, they're reading a script and it's very, very formal. Right. Where, where that's where like, like I, I quite enjoyed the ETC podcast because it kind of broke, like it was, there's nothing, there's nothing, nothing structured. Like, about, it. Nothing like, like, like there, there's an attempt at structure. Yes. Like I think like, by you, but then Aaron would come in and be like, I've done no homework. Yeah, you know, you know what it is funny though? It is funny. I, I like, I like listen to those episodes. Um, and I will admit that I actually listen to them a lot, not recently, like, but back in the day when we were releasing, I listened to them a lot. And I, I do have to say the thing that I really enjoy about it is the spontaneity of it. Like there would be things that he would mention and mm-hmm. he would be like, like things I'd never heard of. And it'd be like, what this, that like craziness. Right. So, um, so yes, let's plug that right now. Go yeah, there. Go. My pro- my promotional responsibilities are being looked after right now. Finally. There we go. Ten, like years, ten later. years later. Ten yeah, years exactly. Later. But you know what's funny though? I, and I talked again. I talked to him about this on episode one. That that that's what that's around the time that Joe Rogan started and Kevin Smith started. And yeah. and so, so we were so had you guys just stuck together. You know, just another had you couple. promoted? Had you promoted? Well, no, it. no. Like hey, like when the band breaks up, there's not much <laughs> the promoter can do. You know. You know what though? Me like like in all seriousness though, me and Aaron have talked about 
potentially reviving it a little bit. No, or like I this. was actually, I was thinking like, do I make an appeal? Like, I don't yeah. want to put them on the spot. Well, I'm, but, I, don't, I don't know. Because like, if I ask you tough questions, it's going to come right back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, so I have I have here a sheet of uh, of questions and non-questions and like topics. There's like two sheets of non-questions. Well, there's like so much, <laughs> there's so much white space here. Like things not to ask Things Dave. not to ask Dave. <laughs> um, here, let's, let's do it this way. So I have one, two, one, one, wait. But, so, and so, I, I should mention too, like, because like we're kind of alluding to it a little bit. There's sort of like, there's a reluctance for me. Like I've, I was like kind of like reluctant to kind of go on this podcast. And there's a lot of people who are saying like, it might not be the best idea because yes. like there, there is like being in a, a public service job. Yes. Um, you do have to be a little bit careful about totally. sort of what you say about your work. Yes. And so I think like as a disclaimer, like right off the top, and then hopefully I'll be kind of like clear to, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to get a little bit more in depth later on is like, like, everything I say is going to be just my opinion and I'm not even going to say where I work in terms yeah. of government. So then like, there's no kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm not a spokesperson by any stretch of the imagination. Yes. Where I'm going to draw a lot of this from is going to be from like, uh, my, my schooling in, in public administration, as well as, uh, like I used to work on like a public administration board and like, I'm a bit of a public admin nerd. So, yeah. so I think a lot of like, if, if there are questions about how does a public service work? Yeah. My plan is to basically say, like, well, let me tell you generally about that. Well, I mean, okay. So yeah, I mean, we should be very clear about that. Like, I mean, we, we are again, like, like we're not hiding the fact that you, you, you are a public servant. Um, but it's true when you're in the, when you're serving the government, there is a lot of, um, what's the phrase like red tape or whatever, right? Like it makes sense because you're serving the public and it can be very dangerous how things are interpreted and it can be very dangerous. Um, you know, what, you know, uh, you know, just a simple, uh, slip of tongue or whatever, um, what you say, Oh, we're gonna. Oh, I was just gonna say. <laughs> good, I, think, I think it was good night, right? Yeah. Is that what this was? I think so. Okay. Uh, okay. I think it's been 10 I, I, I don't know. All right. Well, good night, Sophie. Well, we're gonna say good night. We're gonna say good night, Sophie. Thanks right. for joining us for the podcast, the first three-person episode. <laughs> yes. Okay. Have a good night. Um. So yeah. So so we should definitely. I mean, we should definitely preface all this with with the fact that that's totally understandable. Uh, we've had guests on the podcast who definitely who do not want to say certain things, and and it's totally understandable. Um, now and, that- and but but to your point though, one thing that I find interesting about you and the way you talk about uh, just government in general and and policies and stuff like that is it, it comes from a good place of that you're passionate about it, mm-hmm. right? It's not you're not you're not like complaining about like. Oh, this sucks or this whatever. It's more that you, you're interested in the like you're passionate about like like how things could work and and you're interested in how things work in other places and all this stuff like that, right? Yeah. Well, well I, I love it. Like like and this it took a while for me to get here actually. Like like for a long time, like whenever I was growing up in Pembroke, I was going like ah government. Like you know my my dad's a small business owner and it's sort of like ah they just tax me to death kind of yeah, thing. Yeah right? yeah yeah. And so like. I wasn't sure going to school. Like I actually like I applied to like uh, sciences, business and like um, social sciences. And so like I, w- I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, obviously. And so that I went down the social sciences path and then like I still wasn't sure. And then I went to political science and I still wasn't sure. So it was kind of like I kind of like slowly, like begrudgingly kind of like picked, had to pick my path kind of thing. So this is funny. So you, you, you weren't really into like kind of politics and, and political science? No, really. No, like I, like I kind of started, like I, like I, I always, I was political. Cole, I guess yeah. you could say. Like, I mean, I, I followed politics a little bit, but like, did you like? Did you like, like growing up? Let's say, like, like in high school or elementary school, like, because I, I know to like today, 
you will have like people over to watch like the debates. Oh yeah. Like, no, did, I, I'm did like you do that? all in now. Like, did you do that growing up? Like was your household no, like not, that? No, not at all. Like, okay. and, and that's where like, so like I kind of like my, my household is more like my dad was, um, you know, like I kind of had my dad's opinion of what politics would be, I guess a little bit right, where right. it's sort of like, you know, like smaller government's better, blah, blah, blah. Like what have they ever done? For, you know, like a li- I guess you could say like small C conservative, not that I'd always like vote conservative or anything, but like, sure, sure. but it was, it was more that small C, like that's, that was the belief. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so like when I went through for political science, then I was like, okay, well maybe I'll become like a lobbyist for Canadian Taxpayers Federation or something. Right. And so what was kind of interesting, I had a real like philosophical change, like, cause like I went through, I also did co-op, right? And so, you know, if you're working co-op in the government of Canada, um, like you're, you're kind of going to be getting a government job probably like, you know, that those are the jobs that are available to you. So I thought, okay, well I'll give it a shot. And so my first spot, which I will not name where yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was uh, like, you know, it was kind of what you'd, ex- it's your traditional office, like where you're kind of like, okay, like kind of slow bureaucrat, blah, 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 blah. And so, but then like the second job I got, when I moved on to, I, I came across like best manager I've ever had. Okay. And, and so she convinced me um, like over a couple beers and stuff, right. That like, you know what, like if you want to change government and there's good reason for like my, why you might want to change it. You want to like join the political, like the the public service. Like right. y- if you really want to sort of like, it, it, why be a lobbyist throwing stones from the outside? Like join us the change, change and, from and the actually make the change from the inside. And right. I'm like, that's a very compelling argument, right? And so then like, as you kind of join government and you start to kind of look around a little bit, you're like, well, wait a second. Like there's actually a lot of really, really impressive programs that like you can actually like there really are doing some good difference, like good positive things for the world, Yeah, uh, which is kind of the whole intention of government, right? Like it's not... It's not like I kind of came from it originally being like, well, it's not very efficient, Yeah. but it's like, but maybe it's not supposed to be like in many ways, like it's not that efficiency model. Like if it was efficient, well, let's just let the private sector do it. Like that's, you can probably turn a profit a lot better that way. Well, I mean, it's funny though, talking about efficiency, because that, that is, that is a, a question that I, I kind of wanted to pose you. And, and it's kind of the main question that I had on my mind about this, because I, I've been thinking about this a little bit myself in terms of, you know, it, it's always really easy to knock the government for being inefficient, right? It's always been yeah. like, oh, so much bureaucracy. So much. It's, 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 it's such an easy kind of jab without actually researching why it's yeah. that way, right? And, and I, I did. I'll fully admit that. Yeah. Like that, yeah. And, and, and I mean, from the outside, you do see it. You're, you're, you're like, what the heck? Like, it's all this paperwork and all this stuff. But then I started thinking, thinking about it a little bit more critically and thinking about like, okay, like, like why is it that way? And mm-hmm. and I have a theory that I want to run by you. Sure. And I'm curious your opinion if it's true or not, or if there's some other explanation for it. So when I think about the government, specifically the Canadian government, I think about it's a democracy, yeah. right? And a democracy is answering to the public, right? Right. Uh, uh, it's answering to voters. It's answering ultimately to the, the huge population. Uh, you know, 30 million people, basically, you have to please, right? Yeah. And when I think about that, and I think about the accountability involved, and I think about how every little thing that's done is scrutinized like crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Like if if you were to go spend X amount of dollars on something and not properly report it or not do anything of like that, there is going to be a chance that in the 30 million people who you're serving that they're going to complain about it. There's going to be like, you didn't track that properly. Where did that money go or something like that, right? So I think the inefficiency of government, my theory and what brings me a little bit more peace in this subject is that it has to be that way if you're serving 30 million people. Like, you have to have accountability. You have to trace everything. You have to make sure everything is up to snuff. Otherwise, you know, like, 
it's like I'm a, I run a company of five people that's satisfying maybe 30 customers, mm-hmm. right? I don't have to run my decisions past every single person, right? But if you're serving 30 million people, mm-hmm. uh, like I feel like that, you know, just the nature of democracy has to inevitably lead to what we think is inefficiency, but it's not really inefficiency. It's more like being being more diligent about accountability, record keeping, um, yeah. making sure everything's fair and all this stuff. Because like, if it's one thing that I have to say about the government that's uh, amazing is ultimately how fair it strives to be. Like, yeah. like, like the same person with the same job who's been there for the same amount of time is paid the same as someone else who's like, you know, I, I've worked at companies where, where somebody who's way better than me was making half the amount of money that I was making. Yeah. Right. So, so I think, I think that's a fair, that's a fair, like why, first of all, I think you're bang on for, for like a, a big swath of why it might not be like perfectly efficient. Like right. you would expect a private sector company to be, but even in the private sector, like if you look at like, like you have to, you can't compare um, the government of Canada to some startup, right? Right. Like you, you have to compare it to like a, a unionized big like bureaucracy. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, like like a GM of the world. Right. And like when you kind of look at sort of it from that perspective, you're like, okay, well, actually, like you, the the workplace culture starts to look a little bit more alike. However, even GM now is like focused on sort of turning a profit, right? Like that's that's the profit motive is actually still very much within what they do. Yeah. Where in the government, it, it tends to be like it's more it's not as obvious what those outcomes are supposed to be. Like it's different for every department. It's different for wherever you're working. And in many cases, like when you talk about like there's 30 million people, what, what makes it even more challenging is like, you don't get to pick those 30 million. Yeah. Like, right. like if you're offering healthcare, you're giving the same healthcare, like this is the same people way up North as you are like down South. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And so, and so that's where it makes it a challenge. Like it's not like, um, if you're going to start a business, you just focus on those customers on that you want to, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Like your market is everybody right? and you're supposed to sort of serve them at like the lowest cost possible, but also like at a, at a pretty decent service, like at a pretty good level of service because like you want to make sure that like, you know, like you're in some ways your customers are your owners, right? Like, yeah. like you're, it's a democracy. Like they, they pay the taxes in order to get the services out of it. Right. And so, and that's, that's the dirty part of politics that I've really quite enjoyed lately is like, how do you figure out like how you spend that money it is like a really interesting debate. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, and I think that's the thing. Like when I think about countries, I mean, and, and, and I have to preface this with, I'm very, very, not informed about this stuff. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm pretending like I know what I'm talking about, but I'm really not. I, I thought that was pretty. That was pretty bang on. Though. Well, like, you know, like, that, that's about that's about as far as I've ever thought about this. Like, but I'm, I mean, when I think about countries that you know, like you know, when I think about like you know the countries that are like super efficient, you know, like yeah. they always talk about like oh, China built a hospital in what six weeks or something like that or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you have to think about well, what were all the rules that they broke to make that happen? Right. Yeah. Like they, they maybe had employees working around the clock for very, I don't know. Like I, yeah, again, I really don't know. Like? Yeah. <laughs> I really don't know. I really don't know. But, like I shouldn't speak on something I don't really know, but I get the feeling that, you know what, I'm, I'm maybe okay with the inefficiencies or quote inefficiencies that exist in our government because mm-hmm. of ultimately the lifestyle I lead here. Right. Like right. I'm protected. I feel a general sense of safety. I feel a general sense of I feel a general quality of life here. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I didn't realize this till I basically went to L.A. Right. I remember going to L.A. 
like when I when I grew up, right, I, I was always like, oh yeah, capitalism. You know, <laughs> that's, that's the way to be, right? Because I was like, if I work hard, I deserve more money. Yeah. You know, that, that's all I thought about, and that's not all I thought about. But when I heard that term, I was like, yeah, of course, capitalism, right? Yeah. But it wasn't until I went to like L.A. and I realized that okay, like you know, you can be really rich in L.A. and then you mm-hmm. step out your door. And you could be walking on really terrible streets, yeah. you know, terrible conditions. And like, you know, and I started thinking like, whoa, it's, it's kind of nice that, okay, well, maybe Canada doesn't have the most opulent rich people or this and that or whatever. Or maybe mm-hmm. you can't get as crazy rich as you can in, in the States. But there's this level of quality that at least this bare minimum that when I walk out my door, mm-hmm. it's generally, it feels pretty safe. It feels pretty clean. You know, it feels... There's a certain quality there, right? Yeah, well, and I, I think, I think it was just this year, like Canada uh, has actually like the, is ranked as like the top public service in the world. And I can't remember, really? I can't remember who, who did the rankings, but it was fairly well, like, you know, I saw it on Twitter quite a bit. Yeah. Like, I follow different yeah, tweeters yeah. than you do, I'm sure. But, but like, it, it was like, like we do really do have like a pretty impressive public service. Right. And like, like in what, I, I, in what like sense kinda, do you mean though? Well, and that's the thing. I'm not exactly sure how they, how they, how they did the evaluation, but like what I will say is like, as much as like, I'm not fully on board with sort of the fact to say that like government is inefficient. Yes. I think it's like, and this is where like, it's a harder thing to measure even like, I don't, like I said, I don't know how they did the rankings because like when you look at, like there are certain things in government where you actually can be fairly efficient. And there are other things where you just have to sort of say, well, look, like there's other values here. There's other outcomes that we're looking for where you just sort of like, you take that loss on the efficiency. Right. And so what's kind of interesting now is like, there's a lot of like very, and it might just be because I'm more aware of it now, but there seems to be a lot of very interesting, innovative pilot projects out there within government that are really kind of exploring like, you know, we've got this web of rules of like, we have to make sure that we're compliant with like A, B, and C, and we ought to make sure we reach all of our Canadians. And we have to make sure that we have like yeah. all these different factors that we've considered, right? And and so how do we do that in the most effective way possible? Like I think I think if we look at government, if you look at it from the perspective of like how effective are they being? Yeah. Like that's a really good way to evaluate them. Right. Right. Um, and like so if the if the Canadian taxpayer is like we want you to do X, well then like evaluate them on X. Don't evaluate them on how much it costs to get there. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and you know it's it's true because like I mean um, you know we were talking about this over dinner that uh, again one of my previous guests Eric McRae. Uh, is involved in setting up co-working spaces, right? Which yeah. is a pretty forward-thinking idea, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, whatever the reason, like whatever it's cost savings or whatever, I mean, I think it's still forward-thinking. You know, one of the most impressive things I think to pop up in the Canadian government recently, uh, do you know about the Canadian Digital Service? No, I don't actually. Yeah, and there's a, there's a provincial one too for Ontario. And apparently this this exists in other countries. Digital Service? Yeah, it's called, I think, the Canadian Digital Service. Okay. And what it is, it's it's an organization that's basically meant to bring all of like like the government's like technology stuff like up to snuff basically so oh, like okay. for example like today when you go on to whatever service ontario or when when you i don't know register you're not registering businesses but like you know yeah. when you go on to government websites and you fill out forms and stuff like that right yeah. they're basically bringing modern technology so that it, that's like that you know leaves, lives up to say like a google standard of user experience or something like so that. is this through like service canada um i think it's it's completely its own it's a whole department its own department oh, and, okay you know like there was an employee from shopify who took a hiatus to help kind of help them and you know what when i see the job postings for them i was like blown away because i was like mm-hmm. this is all like modern technology this is like you know the latest and greatest kind of tech that 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 
software developers usually seek at startups and, and things oh. and and the government's offering this, right? Oh, oh yeah, like and this is where like when I, I didn't mention the pilot projects, but like um, again, not saying where I work, <laughs> but, but like, like, you know, I've seen lots of like, like not, not just where I'm working, but all over government where like, I, I was at one conference where they're talking about how do you do uh, machine learning and AI and like, um, blockchain, how do you yeah. bring blockchain into the mix? And so like, there's definitely like a lot of ideas out there where it's sort of like, if, if one of them just seems to work, like if, if it's effective, like not necessarily efficient, if it's effective, then all of a sudden there might be a lot of people clamoring to kind of put that into place. Yeah, totally. So yeah, like I think, I think we're in a good spot right now. Like, and, uh, here's my pitch to anybody who's interested to like do the, <laughs> like join the government. Like it, it actually is a really interesting job and it's like, it's different by organization too. So just because one person had a bad experience and this is like what, where I feel like I can bring a different perspective, like from my co-op experience, like every organization has its own culture. Like it's, it's like, it's its own organization, um, unto its own. Yeah. And so, and so like if one doesn't work out for you, like the nice thing is once you're into government, like you can kind of bounce around a little bit and figure out the one that's just feels right to you. Totally. All right. We're talking here with Dave Hamill. We'll be right back after our unpaid advertisements. And now for a segment called Unpaid Advertisements. If you don't know what the deal is, go listen to our past episodes and you'll see what this is all about. Okay, when you are coming to Ottawa... So just wait a second. Hold yeah, on. yeah. So, <laughs> so, like, it's unpaid, right? So what's the threshold? Like, if I wanted to put a nice, like anniversary message to my wife oh like what hey. are we what are we talking like five bucks uh <laughs> you know what dave because we've known each other i'll let you do this for free is it your anniversary today no 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 okay. no, no trust me that this wouldn't happen <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i'm not even entertaining that idea but uh you know what if you guys want to want to wish your loved ones a happy anniversary send me an email at casey.lee at gmail.com and i'll read it on the air although although or, or what's the what's the thing like whenever you had the classifieds where you just miss somebody? Not that I not that I experienced that. <laughs> what do you? It's like go from anniversary to like oh, there's somebody I had a yeah, passing. Yeah, yeah. Concert. No, but but like like you, oh man, it's like oh, there was a word for it. It's like I just missed you or something. Where like you're like oh, they, they always oh, have it's like oh, you're on the subway oh, and yeah, the doors yeah, yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. Like um, oh, we had this moment. What is it missed? Missed persons? Missed opportunities. I was going to say missing persons, but I'm like, no, no, that's that's not right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what it is, actually. Uh, But that's why you can almost have, like, bring back the classifieds. I could do that. Bring back the classifieds and add them into the ads. Now, here's the problem with my podcast, but I think it would be really funny because of it. Um, I mean, we record this, and I don't really, like, publish it till like, three or four weeks later. Oh, I see. So it'll be like, it'll be like, Oh yeah, you were you know this blonde person on the bus. Yeah. We got uh, an update about four from weeks Phil. Ago. <laughs> yeah, got an update from Phil. Still can't find her. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Sorry, anyways, sorry. Yeah. anyways, anyways yeah. when you are now these these people are paying good money to be yeah, on the air. Yeah, You're taking them off. All right, all right. I'm here to entertain. I, I guess they're, they're <laughs> the, the last the they're, last ten minutes or so probably wasn't so much. They're unpaying. They're unpaying. All right. They're not. Yeah. They're not. They, they have That's no weird. idea they're being advertised. I, I on will this say this is this is possibly one of my favorite parts of the show because you pick the cool products. What's been your favorite unpaid some, advertisement? Uh, we just talked about, it was like the Anchor? Yeah, Anchor for a podcast. Oh, for podcast. Yeah, yeah, I was actually kind of interested in that one. Yeah, there yeah. was like the microphone one was pretty uh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. All See, right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an avid listener. People do was, like the unpaid advertisement. That was a test though, wasn't it? Yes. I, yes, I awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. So have you ever traveled to Ottawa, Dave? Uh, yeah. <laughs> this already, this already I, doesn't work. I think I commute there. All right. All right. Let's do this again. Let's, do, right. let's do this again. 
Have you ever been in Ottawa and not known where to eat? Oh, actually, you know what? Daily. All right. Daily. Where, right. where are we talking? What's a, what's a neighborhood? Uh, <laughs> Ottawa in general. Have you ever planned a trip and just didn't know where to go? Oh. This, this is not a, this is not an actual think. This, uh, is, this should be just like back and forth. Oh, okay. Uh, Let's try that no, again. Let's okay, try that again. Sorry, okay. Okay. All right. Sorry. Have you ever been in Ottawa and not know what to eat? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever planned a trip and not known where to go? Yeah, I, I do that all the time. Or maybe you've planned a trip and you don't know what to do when you get there. Oh, that's the worst. Why well, would you go? Well, we've <laughs> got the answer for you. Okay. Bowsing Nom Noms. Oh, this is a great blog. That's right. We, yep. got, we got a great blog here for you, Bowsing Nom Noms. Sorry to ruin this ad then, actually. <laughs> Sorry, Bonnie. Bowsing, bowsing, <laughs> bowsingnomnoms.com. Uh, you know, there's great articles about restaurants in Ottawa, uh, restaurant openings in Ottawa, and there's great travel tips. There's mm-hmm. great, um, you know, packing tips. There's even, com- like, she did a comparison uh, between all the different food deliveries. Um, you know, really great articles there. You great, can- great pictures of Japan, too. I'd have to say the photography, too. Photography's not yeah, too bad. Photography's not too impressive. bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you can even sign up for a newsletter, so you don't even have to go to the website. You can just like open up an email. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I get an email. I think every Sunday morning that shows me an article. Wow. Uh, you know, I can skim through that and and then read the full blown article online. Uh, and, and talk about their merch. There's merch. Yes. You can buy merchandise now. Uh, they they did a run of sweatshirts around Christmas time, and they donated uh, the pro. Proceeds to some organization that I don't know, um, <laughs> and they I, I, are selling T-shirts now. Uh, Bowsing Nom selling T-shirts now, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, I believe proceeds for that are being donated as well. So definitely check it out. Um, I believe they've also been featured in a couple other Montreal. Yes, uh, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Um, there's some Montreal like top food blogs or something like yeah. that. Um, so Bowsing Nom Noms, definitely check it out. Uh, uh, BowsingNomNoms.com. That's B-O-W-S-I-N-G. N-O-M-N-O-M-S dot com. Check it out. Oh, that was a fun one. Speaking of Ottawa Eats. Oh, are we doing another ad? Yeah. yeah oh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how many unpaid, unpaid advertisers we're going to do. Two. You know what we could do? You definitely do not you listen know, to the podcast because you know every, every episode I, there's two. I don't remember that. So hold on a second though. Yes. What if we what? did we did a podcast where it's just straight advertisement for one hour? You just read just, advertisements. Just, yeah. yeah, I. You know what? Let's do it. Let's let's set I up think, some kind of podcast. I, I am super curious how that would work. I think because because there was actually like if we went to I'm ruining all these ads, <laughs> but if we, we there was a thing at the Mayfair like a little movie kind of like a small movie theater downtown. Yes. Mayfair, no, no, by no, town. no, by town. Talking about the ad, the ad festival. Yeah, yeah, ad yeah, festival. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. actually like we, you'd go in, you'd pay like ten bucks or something just to sit in your seat and listen, uh, watch. It like, was amazing. I've done the last two years. Me, my sister, yeah. and my wife went, and it was like, it's a, like you've been. You yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I was amazing, there, like, right? yeah, it's really good, and because like, I think it's like the award winners. I think, yeah, exactly. Right? The yeah. Concept on it. Yeah. Incredible. You, you know what's funny about that is that um, the it's one it's a super super emotional roller coaster. Because you have yeah. such heavy ads and like such like, like, like someone gets hit by another car, or yeah, something. Like yeah, yeah. really like, sad yeah. stuff, and and they kind of open your eyes to things that are going around the world. But then you'll have like a Doritos commercial with like Mountain Dew and something yeah. like that, right? So, um, yes. <laughs> back to the back to is, the, that what, is that what we're talking about? So back to the unpaid so that, advertisement. So that, that, that was my advertisement. Yes. <laughs> um, so speaking of Ottawa eats, um, you know one thing I will say about Ottawa that I haven't been too pleased with. Mm. 
is the Chinese food here. I find so I I can't uh, really comment. See, I actually like the Chinese food, but I don't really know. What, it's what it's I, not that good. I'm and, from Pembroke. Sorry, I shouldn't say it's not that good. There, there are some places that are okay. Um, I'm not gonna say like they're bad. Like there are definitely mm. places that I eat and I have a good meal. But um, when I go to Markham or Toronto, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like it's right. just, it's so good in Toronto, so, right? So here's my question: though. like, what what is good Chinese food compared to like not good Chinese food? Well, I'd even like just even like. Decent. Like, so if you go from like decent to like great, like let's do that. Decent okay, to great. Okay. What's the difference? So the two, okay, I'll, I'll say there's two aspects. One aspect is just the choice that I have. Okay. So it's not even, it's not even the quality. It's the kind of Chinese food that I'm trying to find. Okay. So like my favorite type of Chinese food is like, um, I almost call it like Chinese fast food. I think maybe other people do as well. Um, it's like it's like the barbecue pork. It's yeah. like the uh, people who speak Cantonese, like wonton mean, uh, nalam mean, these kind of things. Okay. It's um, see, I think that's see, if I, you go I to, like that, like that's that Pembroke's got that, and they actually do that very well. I'd say. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, like, like I, but this is like, but it's it's like for me, it's like Canadian Chinese, right? Like, oh, okay, it's that's not, different. Canadian, it's not it's not authentic, and I know that. No, 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 no. I, I but no. it's saucy. It's, it's no Canadian Chinese like, food is, is just another type of. Food. I, I don't consider. Oh, is there? I don't. Oh. I don't consider Canadian Chinese food bad Chinese food. I just consider it a different type of Chinese food. Oh, is that right? Yeah, like because chicken balls. Yeah, they're are, not. Are not Chinese yeah. food, but they're Chinese. And I love. I, I, I found out. I found out at your wedding, like uh, General Ta- Tao's chicken is not Ta- Chinese. I don't think it is. I'm pretty sure. Well, it's I think. Not. I think your mom was like, no, it's not. No, it's totally <laughs> not. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, so yeah. like, if you go like, okay, so in Markham, there are places like like kanji queen and stuff like that, where it's like just kind of like really quick Chinese food. And it's usually like, like soup noodles, barbecue pork rice, these kind of things. And barbecue pork specifically, actually, I, I can't find good barbecue pork in, in Ottawa. Like okay. it's kind of okay in, at TNT. And there's this place in Vanier that is kind of good, but just not as good. Right. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> what I was going to say was that, what I do like in Ottawa yeah. is the Vietnamese food. Oh, I find okay. the Vietnamese food in Ottawa super good. Now, I may not be an, uh, 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 like, I'm, I'm Chinese, so maybe it's just because I'm, like, an, an outsider and it just mm-hmm. tastes good. But maybe, maybe I don't know, I, I'd be curious to hear, like, people who've been to Vietnam or who are Vietnamese themselves if they find the Vietnamese food good in Ottawa. But, if you, I mean, if you notice, if you go to Chinatown, yeah. it's mainly Vietnamese restaurants. Like yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm not really. <laughs> Dave, I'm like Dave's gonna bite his tongue on this one. Yeah, yeah, I'll take your I'll take your okay, word on that so, one. So so there's a lot of Vietnamese restaurants in <laughs> in Chinatown, um, and there are specifically a lot of restaurants called Fobogala. Okay, so here okay, here's another question. So so Vietnamese yes. is like it's more noodle dishes. I, I don't like what's the like, I what's the difference? I can't honestly tell you because I don't really know. Okay, I'm not feeling like, bad about this anymore. But like, <laughs> but like you've like, had you've uh, had pho or pho? Yeah, yeah. That's Vietnamese. Oh, okay. That's not Chinese at all. Okay. Yeah. So pho pho or pho or however, however it's pronounced. Um that's got, Vietnamese food. Okay. Um so there are a lot of restaurants uh called Fobogala. Um, and again, I don't know how to pronounce it because I think again, pho, I think it's pronounced pho. Or something I, I, like I've that. always heard it's pho, but then like yeah. every time I say like, "Oh, we're gonna go like get some pho," it's like people are like, "You mean pho?" Yeah, it sounds weird it's, to say it, right? Yeah, it sounds like a especially gif gif thing, you know? Yeah, especially yeah. if you don't really know what you're talking about. So, <laughs> um, so I'm just gonna say fobogala. So there are a lot of fobogalas. Right. Like, there's literally like I don't, I don't know if like if you've walked down Somerset, but there's fobogala, fobogala two, new fobogala. Hmm. Uh, there's all these like they're all named fobogala, and I I recently found out. 
from a friend of mine that he said he was in Vietnam and th- that's how they're named. They're like Fobogala 1, Fobogala 2, Fobogala 3. Like he went to Fobogala 56. Yeah. And uh, I found out. So from- they don't have a name for the restaurant. It's just like, you just, you know where you're numbered. Like, well, I guess. Yeah. And I also found out from Bowsing Nom Noms that Fobogala just basically means uh, noodles, uh, like beef, chicken, pork or something like that. Well, that's all it means. I hope the food's like more creative than the (laughs) naming. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So, so this has got to be the longest, (laughs) longest unpaid advertisement. So what, (laughs) I don't even know how to naturally transition. So so which number do I go to? Yes, exactly. Which one do I choose? What Fobo Gala do I go to? My favorite, my favorite at this point is new Fobo Gala. Oh, they they <laughs> snuck in the top. Oh, that's dirty. They, yeah. they, like so, like they're like, I'm not going to be number twelve. Yeah, I'm so, gonna, so I'm going to be new. So the reason we found out about this is it's it's actually one of the rare ones that's open really late. Not oh. that I go late night eating anymore that much, but like we we found out about it because it was one of the only ones that's open late, and we went to it and it's like super good. Food is really good. New Fobo Gala. It is uh, uh, on seven sixty three Summer seven sixty three Somerset Street West. Um, Ottawa, Ontario. The funny thing is, I, I didn't know which one it was called. I yeah. had to remember last time because I, I got to mention this on the podcast. Um, my favorite dish to get there is the 300 mm-hmm. A plus G. <laughs> Say what? Are you supposed to know that? No, a- 300 A plus G. So 300 is a rice dish. Okay. Basically rice and meat. Is, it, is 300 always right? Uh, no, 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 no. No, just at this restaurant. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, so I'm like, I'm like, there's a whole coding here. That- so here's the, here's what I gotta tell people. So a lot of people when they go eat Vietnamese, they go eat pho. Like yeah. they always go for that because it's just what people know. And don't get me wrong, I love yeah. it. I Not love me because you know, it goes on my shirt. Yeah, I can't, I can't eat it. So that's where I yeah. definitely go. So um, what was I gonna say? Uh, oh, a but plus G. What I get, oh. I always default to this is I get the rice dish. So you get the rice oh, okay. dish, and it's always served with some kind of meat. So like a grilled chicken, a grilled pork chop, a grilled beef, or whatever. And it's so and you good. Like roll it around the rice a little bit. Yeah, you get yeah, a little sauce there. Yeah. It's so, so good. I'm, um, I'm with you. And th- like, okay, I will say my my one regret with New Fobogala is that they don't have the option. Because basically what it is, like 300 is the rice dish, and then you pick from A to G. Like A is like chicken, B is like beef, C is like whatever, a I don't know, G is pork chop, all these things, right? I always default to pork chop because the okay. pork chop's amazing. Um, so when you say 300 A to G? A like, plus G. Like you, get oh. two, you can do one choice oh. of meat, two choices of meat. Okay. <laughs> so, it's like, so you get all, all of the topics. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, so yeah, get the rice dish, get the meat. But, but, but some places, and I recently discovered a new Vietnamese place, actually, that my sister went to a lot. Um, and... The really good places do it with pork chop and a fried egg. It is super good. Mm. So that's my one regret with New Fobo Gala. They don't actually do it with a fried egg. Maybe if you, maybe if I asked them, they would do it. How hard is Just it? Bring your own. Yeah. It's it's like, it's like, it on. Um, but anyways, 300 A plus G is my recommendation. My recommendation in general, if you go to Vietnamese places and all you order is pho, don't get me wrong, it's really good. Yeah. But definitely try the rice dishes. But here's the risk. Yeah. I will say... I find it very rare to have a bad bowl of pho. Even the ones that aren't as good as the other ones, I don't mm-hmm. find them particularly bad. They're they're still really good. Mm-hmm. I have definitely had places though that have had bad rice dishes. Oh, see, it's like, gonna be hard to get me off like the chow mein and the rice noodles. Yeah, I'm like like that. That's my Achilles that's, heel. That's Chinese though. Oh, is it? See, here's yeah. the. Oh, okay. See, yeah. this is the thing. I I like. Oh, you really just don't know. 
Yeah. You don't, you don't see race. <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> that, that, let's go with that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely. Got, I got to take you. I got to take you to Vietnamese. Absolutely. Food I, I I need to because this is a thing. Like I, there's a couple that like my go to. Like Jade Land. Yes. Oh man, like I love that place. You know what? Jade Land is up there. I will say. Yeah. In terms of Chinese food, they are very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So so they'll get the rice dish. And here's here's another plea I make. So if you go to New Fobogala and you want to get noodles and soup, yes. Yeah. Definitely try the pho. It's good. Okay. But give a give the egg noodle a shot. Yeah. Okay. Because pho is rice you know, noodle. You know, right? I, think, I think we're going to start to like, you know, the bowsing nom noms. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking some of our audience. It's like, it's like you know, I could blog or I could listen. You but know? I mean, I mean, here's the thing though. I can totally, I, I, I think we're giving useful information here. Go, Absolutely. Go Vietnamese. Yeah. Are we 20 minutes in yet? Like, my, my, like um, so uh, I had a new co-op student actually start recently. Oh, and, cool. and actually, he's That's a fan. Awesome. Of, he's a fan of the podcast. I'll give him a big shout out. Hey, how you doing? Hey, What's his name? Chris. Hey, how you hey, doing, Chris? Chris. Um, he he actually hadn't had Vietnamese food before uh, he he joined the company. So, oh, okay. uh, kind of missing out. Uh, yeah, a bunch of kind of people. We got together and we went there. That that see, this is the Ottawa food scene, yes. and I, I am totally like railroading this thing. But like the Ottawa food scene is like awesome for like the you know you got all the different. That's ethnic, pretty good. It's pretty good. I'd yeah, say. and then even that, it's like you're starting to get some fusions, and the fusions are where it's at right now. Right, right, right. Um, okay, so check out <laughs> check out new Fobo Gala. Um, 763 Somerset, Somerset Street West, Ottawa, Ontario. Uh, they, yep. they even have a website. Yep. New, Get 300 A to G. New, new, <laughs> new So N-E-W-P-H-O-B-O-G-A-L-A.ca. They are now on Skip the Dishes, I believe. Either Skip the Dishes or Uber Eats. Um, which, Doesn't matter. Not paying us anyway. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> we're we're going to take Dave to go eat some Vietnamese yeah. food. Um, who knows if we'll record it. Anyways, we'll that's it. the next ad for that. Check them out. <laughs> New Fobo Gala. You got to edit like 10 minutes off of that. <laughs> I remember what we were talking about. <laughs> and we are back. So normally, <laughs> like normally, was- normally when the unpaid advertisements end, yeah. there's still another half an hour to talk. Oh, do you- at this I, point, at like, this point, it's an hour past my bedtime. <laughs> we have, we have 10, 10 minutes left of the podcast. Oh, okay. We basically spent twenty minutes on unpaid advertising. I haven't gotten my philosophy on life yet. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh man, I don't even know what to talk about at this point. We were talking about the government. Yeah, but you know what? Honestly, yeah. I'm gonna say that I don't feel, I don't feel like that was our best material. No, you know, it was like it was good. It was up there. It's not bad. It was all right. Well, okay, I'll tell you. I, this. It, got, it got too serious very quickly. I will tell you this. I'll tell you this on on my notes here. I wrote down, I'm hoping that by the end of this conversation that I'm more into politics. Oh, and okay. I'm so totally we're, we're going to talk politics? <laughs> no. What's the difference between politics and what we're talking about? I guess they are. Oh, it's a big, so like, see, I see the big th- difference there. Cause, cause like the thing with the bureau, like the bureaucracy of the public service, it's yes. like, um, you're really just like, you're implementing what the politicians say. Right. So right. like they always say like, it's like fearlessly challenge, faithfully implement. So like if there's some, if there's a politician that comes along and they say, we're going to do this crazy idea. Um, like it's actually kind of like incumbent. Like if, if you kind of look at like sort of like the way the philosophy of the bureaucracy was supposed to be like back in the, for the last 30 years or so, um, it was actually like the public service is supposed, supposed to speak up and say, you know, like if you go in that direction, um, it's going to cause problems X, Y, and Z. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then there's nothing. So the politician like will you know, often or maybe say, 
that's fine. Just do it anyway. And like then in which case, like you just put it in place. Like it's not like you, you can sort of like raise the the concerns, but yep. then like ultimately it is the politicians that have the final say. Right. Because like, and this is like where the really important difference is, is like you've got like the political, like the, these guys get elected in, right? Yes. Like that, that's the voice so of the people. that's the politics part. That's the politics part. Like they, the, they've you're talking about had, for... they've had the public debates already about yes. like which direction do you go in, in terms of right. like policy. Yeah. And so then like, and then it's for us to, as the, implement. to implement. Yeah. Uh, okay, and, okay. and so, and so like we can still raise the concerns, right? Or so let's say like there's something that's like, you know, like meh, it might be worth them knowing this before you actually pull the trigger. Um, yeah, we do have to sort of let them know. Right. But, uh, but yeah, like that's, that's kind of like, it's, it's a beautiful system really. Like if you kind of think about like, you've got like the professional public service class, um, that is, is like, they don't really change with the government. It's, it's like the politicians that do, which is like from a comparison stake. And this is the danger of going a little too nerdy. <laughs> it's like in, in the U S they actually replace quite a few bureaucrats whenever the government changes. Right. So whenever like the Republicans take over from the Democrats or vice versa, I think it goes down to, it's like about three or four layers up. They basically just like clean house and they put in their own people, which is often like, the kids of lobbyists or something. Right, right, right? Right, right. And so, and so, yeah, it's a really interesting, um, sorry, like interesting for me as a, pol- as a public commit yeah. nerd. I don't know how many people we lost there. No, no, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's not. So like, if you're trying to like, if the goal of this podcast is to make it entertaining, uh, we got to stop. we got to stop talking about it. I, I will, I will say this. I will say this. I, I love how this episode has gone because I've been trying to get this level of casualness on the podcast and again, both me and you are best, fans. Best guest ever, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> when we give out those awards, you will be nominated. Um, oh, yeah. I, I mean, both you and me are, are fans of Conan O'Brien's podcast. Yes. And the ones that derail are like so funny, right? Yeah. The ones that like, it's totally out of control. That's yes. that's the one you want to go for. Totally. Yeah. Um, but I have to get to something serious here. Uh-uh. So you, you have guts. Cause you and look at the time. Because <laughs> you you are the only person I've ever met to have this opinion, and I'd mm. love to, for you to defend it. Oh, oh God! Okay. So, and I loved. I, you know what? You know what? This is great because you will have this opinion. Yeah. And people will be listening to this podcast, and people will be like, "Dave's a hero," because I've thought that all along. So you're just you're just trying to get. This is the dark night, isn't it? <laughs> it's one hundred percent the dark night. One hundred percent. Like okay, I love, so I love, I love how much this bothers you. Let too. me let me explain. Let me explain to the All audience. Right. Let me explain to the audience. Okay, so we are talking about the Dark Knight, the masterpiece from Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. All right. Now I I I will I will lean with you a little bit in saying that I I don't necessarily think it was the best of the three, which was already apparently pretty Whoa, blasphemous. That, that is pretty blasphemous. Uh, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. yeah. But you outright said it was just a horrible movie, yeah. terrible movie, worst see, movie you've ever seen. See, I, and I have to ask you, are you do you really think it's that bad or do you just love hanging on to the idea of calling it bad because everyone loves it? Okay, just between you, me and you. Yes. Um we're yeah, just going to you're going to you're going to you're going to edit this out, right? World. You're going to edit yeah, this yeah, out yeah, eventually. Yeah, yeah. It's not that bad. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Boom. Like, but like, okay, with that said, it's not, I don't, I, I think it falls short of what everybody's kind of made it out to be. But, okay, but you saw it on premiere night with us. I did. And so before the hype was even there. Yeah. And well, so there was hype, but not like. Oh, no, there there was hype. But the other thing though too is like, 
here's here the when I go into a movie and I've like zero expectations, I don't yes. really know what it's going to be. Yes. It's pretty hard for me to be disappointed. Okay. And this is the problem with The Dark Knight is because there was hype. Yes. The bar was already set so high yep. that it's like it was going to be like it would have to be like one of the most incredible movies ever yep. for it to be like I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was actually what I was expecting. Have you watched it since that premiere night? No. You've never seen it again? No. Okay. Almost, almost on principle at this point. Like, <laughs> I, I, have to, I have to stick with my guns now. Because here, here's the thing to me. Okay. So, so ever since that trilogy came out. Yeah. I, I Wait, ha- it was a trilogy? Was that the first one of the trilogy? That was the second. Oh, okay. Did you see Batman Begins? Yeah, I did. So those are connected, eh? Yes. Oh. So it's, it, yes. <laughs> it's the same, can we, can same we, actor, but, but same I, character. Okay, but in my defense, though, Darknet came out in like what? 2005? They were only... No, 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 no. Uh, Batman Begins came out... Because um, like I saw Batman Begins when I was still living uh, at Lee's. Yeah. So that's like 2000... Uh, that was a while because I mean I oh yeah you might be right you might be right because because I was I've been married to Deanna for over ten years now so probably two thousand and it was before that yeah probably two thousand four Batman Begins somewhere around there yeah so so like that's the thing so I'm trying to recall what the movie plot line was <laughs> at this point so but that said what I remember about this movie because it, it does come up often in our social circles <laughs> yes. is uh, is that oh sorry I kicked the mic um, is that like. The, I thought there were too many things going on all the time. And then, and then it was like interspersed with like, there's these like crazy, like race scenes that were just like, it's just this visual overstimulation. I do agree. Okay. I, I definitely agree. And that, and that's to be honest, why I, if I really had to pick, I ultimately think Batman Begins is better than Dark Knight. Yeah. And I see th- Batman Begins was good. Yes. Like I, I, and I know, actually like that movie. And I do agree with you. It's, it's exactly the reason you're talking about. Like I, I think Batman Begins, I think ultimately is better than Dark Knight because it is, was a more focused movie. Yeah. And, and, and it's not like, I actually like a more com like maybe a complex plot is the wrong way to say it. But like, like, Instead of like investing so much time in all these like interlaced plots, like they should have just picked like one or two and go deep. Like just just have a little bit more than just that surface level. Like these characters know these characters, and I don't know this person betrayed this other one, or I can't remember what the plot. I think it's was. pretty. I think it's pretty deep. Well, okay. So here's the thing, though. Like, okay, so we obviously don't want to give away any spoilers, um, but in case somebody wants to watch it 13 years later, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm about to bring up a recent movie. Oh, okay. So Dave recently went and saw. Uh, Marvel Avengers Endgame. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. But first of all, I did not see any of the other movies. <laughs> I think I saw a couple, but yeah, okay, no, okay, I, okay. I'm definitely not. I wasn't the target audience. So let me ask you this: Did you enjoy Endgame better or Dark Knight better? Oh, see, I actually liked Endgame better. Okay, <laughs> that was not the answer you're expecting. Well, so, so here's the thing: like, there was some stuff. There was no, some that physics was the, that stuff. Was, that was the expected answer. Or I'm answer. just like, oh, okay. That was to me. That was the expected answer. Like I, I, I would have been like, yeah, okay. You would have been surprised with the other way. And I think maybe a lot of people do, but like to me, like, cause I think the reason I liked the whole Nolan trilogy so much, like the, well, okay, you didn't know that it was a trilogy, but the Batman trilogy <laughs> yeah. was that it was the, it's the only movie to this day. I feel like that, that I think it was original in the sense that it didn't feel like a comic book movie. Well, it well, felt like a comic. They took a comic book storyline mm-hmm. and basically grounded it in the real world. But isn't that the difference between like Marvel and the DC other one? In DC, because I thought DC, it's like they tend to be. That's like your. Um, 
Oh, I can't remember all the names. Like the the girl that has super <laughs> Wonder, Wonder Woman. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> well, uh, actually, that's true. Right? You got like Superman, who's a bit more unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. I, I take that back then. Because because like the thing about Batman, the great thing about Batman is like, for all you know, I'm Batman. You know what I mean? Like, because like, <laughs> look at this physique. Yes, I mean, yes. it's probably like you're just like when you go, I see, I see yeah. the bat suit. Like you know, like it could have been like it, it, what I'm trying to say is, it's just a normal person. Yes, right. Yes. And so you're kind of going like, okay, so he's rich. He's got all these toys. That's yeah. kind of cool. Like that's yeah. more believable yes. than like, I've got some kind of weird, like super magic power totally. that like can change. But, but I mean, even you take like, like those Batmans and you compare them to like the Michael Keaton era Batmans, yeah. right? The Michael Keaton era Batmans are still very like fantastical, like, like fan- fantasy style and all that stuff like that. Yeah. Whereas this was very grounded in like heavy reality. Right. Oh, Okay. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, we are we are running out of time here. Oh, I know I, that actually went by pretty quick. It I, goes, I, it goes I, by I very thought quick. I thought I was going to be like like deer in the headlights, going like, oh my god, what do I say? Well, you, you know, it tends to go by quick when half the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, that's that's a podcast in let the me, making. Let me give you a little tease of what we were going to talk about. Oh, okay. these were the this, these were the these, these are the questions I avoided. These are the, top, these are the yeah. topics that I put down. Yeah. Not, not, not the ones that we weren't going to talk about. These are just the random topics. I was going to talk about. I was going to ask you about the Shadow Laurier extension that's about to happen. Oh, okay. I was going to ask you about podcasts in general. Oh, that's interesting. I was going to ask you about a topic that almost got us kicked out of a nice restaurant, Apple oh. versus Google. Oh, that would have been a good one. Dark Knight versus anything. I'm. <laughs> well, we did. We did that one. Yeah, we did that, yeah, we did that yeah, one. Check, yeah, check, check on check. that. Yeah. Um, I, okay, so I have political science here, and I literally have the questions: What is political science? <laughs> why bother? <laughs> why like a nihilist? You, why world. did you decide to get into it? And I've never really gotten into politics. I guess that's not really a question. Um, it's all right. But top, like, like I say, people want to know about you too. You know? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> top Gear. Top Gear versus the Grand Tour. Oh, okay, that'd be good. Just like, see, I should have shut up more. Like, I should have just let no, you I like do that. the interview. I like that. I like Star, like, Star Wars? <laughs> just Star Wars. <laughs> uh, Warhammer. Oh, see, I, I was actually wondering if that was going to be on the list. Yeah, yeah, you know what? It's, so I have, I'm, I'm about to interview a guy uh, in a couple weeks, and he's really into D&D, actually. Nerd. No, I'm, just kidding. I'm totally <laughs> kidding. I totally respect that. I'm totally kidding. Yeah. Do, you, do you actually? Like, I wonder, is, is, uh, there, is there kind of a feud between Warhammerists the, and... Is, there, is, that <laughs> <what> <laughs> is that what they're called? Uh, war, war Carpenters yeah. and, and, you know, and D&Ders? Like, there is and there isn't. Like, there's a little bit... See, the thing about D&D is, like, there has to be, like, I believe, like, a game master, I think they call it. Anyway, it's, like, somebody who kind of weaves the narrative, right? In this case, it, like... Well, you very could, elegantly put, someone who weaves the narrative. Yeah. Very well done. Where, like, in, in, in Warhammer, it's, like, you can still do that whole narrative style yeah, yeah, where yeah. you're, like, okay, these guys are going to, like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. do this epic battle. But, like, I think the way most people play it is more competitively. Yeah. Um, where it's just, like, it's really just, like, a really fancy board game. Well, that's the thing. I, I did notice that when you did teach me Warhammer that um, I, I never thought about that. that there, there wasn't that whole, like, narration bit where you're, like, yeah. oh, and... Yeah, da da da. Walks up the stairs yeah. and, 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 and and like again, like total respect for people who do that. Yeah. I just like I just can't I can't get into it. Like I'm not I'm not imaginative enough. Maybe yeah. like where I just like I like I'm competitive too. Yeah. So it's like I tried to do it one time too with a friend of mine, and yeah. I realized you want to get back to that cheat. No, but, no, no, but no, like, no, no, like, no, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. But I'm this good. is like so I tried to do it one time, and then it just ended up being like it just competitive battle again. <laughs> so it was like no, this isn't for me. Um, Beyond Meat. Oh, I tried, tried it. Yet? Yes, I did. How's it? It's like so. Actually, here's the thing, though. Like, I haven't tried the burger yet. What did you try? I went to Tim, Tim Horns. Okay, yeah, I was and, I, ask and you, I got yeah. the sausage. And so 
it's not like okay, it's not sausage. Okay, but it's very tasty. And Is so, it, and so, I think it, the thing is, you can't think about it. As a, as a sausage, sausage replacement. Yeah. And right. so like, cause I think what they do is like, if you think of like a really like, I think it's like rosemary, maybe they put into it. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's heavily spiced yeah. in, in a way that a sausage would be, which kind of like, and then you add a little bit of that meat flavoring that like makes beyond meat, beyond meat. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's actually quite good. You just have to sort of like, no, don't try to, don't think of it as a nice greasy sausage. Yeah. Like my, um, my sister-in-law, she said she likes the taste of it better. Yeah, and then what? Like, and I think that's what's the, thing. the if you're how's comparing the, how's the it, texture because that's that's the yeah thing the that texture's gets me. good. Like it, the texture does, does it feel chewy and it, like yeah, it, it tastes I, like my experience was yeah. it tastes like a nice sausage. Hmm. I actually genuinely want to do a blind taste test on that someday because I know my natural like I don't like vegetables kind of thing is going to kick in. Yeah, so I'd love to do a blind test taste test and figure that out. All right, I'll set that up. And my last thing I had on here was the Ottawa LRT. Yeah, I don't have any strong opinions on that either. Actually, yeah, like I at I, all. <laughs> you know, it, it's funny. Like, I just like. Are you talking about the delays? I'm assuming. I guess I don't know in general. Yeah. Okay. Because like, I just like I, I just assume big projects like that. You're like, you're, everybody's got this optimism bias whenever they do scheduling for projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can get into sort of project management philosophies here, but <laughs> but like, but the thing is, like, if you're gonna do like uh, a non-agile type project like this, and you're gonna try to like pick a date. Um, you have to assume things are going to go wrong. And yes. if you didn't factor in that, which almost nobody thinks about that whenever they're doing the estimation, um, yeah, you're going to be wrong. And so, like, if you remember the tunnel collapsed, I think, like, right well, downtown Rideau Street. Early yeah, there the was project. that. I mean, I mean, like, I think the bigger shock, though, are things like the doors don't close. <laughs> well, did you hear the, the snow thing, right? Like, yeah. it can't operate in more than three centimeters of snow. But but again, like, as much as, like, that specifically isn't predictable, yeah. like, the, th- the fact that things are going to go wrong in your project very yes. much is. Yeah. And so, like, that's where, like... If you're going, if you're saying like, oh, okay, well, we're just going to put this thing together, and then you do the next step, and you do the next step, like you need to allow yourself significant amounts of buffer, for, especially for like something like a train line going through the downtown of a city. My my big running joke is that when it launches, uh, they will not have tested the weight capacity of it, and then when everybody gets onto the train, it won't be able to move. Watch <laughs> it; it'll happen. We'll see. I- All right, are we done? We're done. All right, this is fun. Yes. Dave, honestly, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, this is this is exactly I was excited about tonight. I was excited that it was going to go like this, and you totally delivered. Awesome! So thank you so much. I'm excited to hear it. All right, questions, comments, or concerns, you can email me at casey.lee at gmail.com. That's c a s e y dot l i at gmail.com, or send me a tweet. That's new. Yeah. I've never advertised that before. You'll be hearing from the federal government. <laughs> Send me a tweet <laughs> at Casey Lee 23. That's C-A-S-E-Y-L-I-2-3. Visit our website at www.caseylee.what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to prolong this. What's the 2-3 for? Oh, I was born on July 23rd. Oh, okay. There you go. No, okay. Uh, visit our website at www.caseylee.com slash podcast. Casey Talks to People is currently hosted on Anchor FM and distributed to all your favorite platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and leave reviews if you can. You can even leave a voice message on our website. Don't forget to check out Symphony by Clean Bandit featuring Zara Larson. It is a great chat track. Great track. See, that's why I want it dropped. <laughs> yeah, keep it All right. That's it for now, guys. That's it for episode 14 on July 12, 2019. Casey talks to Dave Hamill. We hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you in the next one. Do, 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 do. do you have a do you have theme music? Uh, I mean, I usually have outro music. And we're still recording. Are we? Oh, are we? Oh. <laughs> I was like, that. Uh, okay, you're going to edit, edit, edit. Two cut, hours. Cut, cut, keep edit, going. Edit, edit, edit that out. All right. We'll see you guys later. Peace. Peace. That, whatever.